Welcome to this 10-minute Tuesday episode of The Real Game. Rebounding, better transition, better whatever it is, better taking care of the ball, better communication. We control everything about this game. We control the offense, the defense, the tempo, this our game to control. We'll throw a press at them, but we'll slow them down, all right? We will go Villanova some, get a mix up the defenses, we'll go two, three, we'll go man. It's time for another episode of 10 Minute Tuesday. Hope everybody's having a great day today. A few days ago, I asked listeners to submit some questions that we could address on these shortened episodes of the podcast. So thankfully, I had several people respond with some pretty good questions. I'm going to read one tonight that has to do with the cheering culture and cheering from the sidelines. And this was submitted submitted by my friend Craig. I'm going to read the whole question. It's fairly lengthy, but then I'm going to come back and, and kind of summarize in a nutshell what I'm going to talk about. So here's the question. How can we improve the culture of cheering from the sideline? It's often parents, but the comments that are said and often yelled at players as to what they should or should not be be doing, in my opinion, should stop. We know that they mean well, but the advice that's given is typically not helpful. For instance, soccer might be the most obvious offender. At any given game, you'll have coaches yelling things from one side, only to have parents and fans yelling something contrary from the other side. Players either tune it out, or the less confident ones can get confused. The younger players are the younger the players are, the more yelling from the sideline there seems to be. Contrast that with other countries where fans and players seem to have a higher sports IQ, and you'll see that coaches have trained their players, and the yelling from the sidelines is minimal. Same goes for fans. So I'll repeat the question again. How can we improve the culture of cheering from the sideline? So excellent question. I will say I've had some of these experiences happen to me. Uh, I've had, as a coach, parents, siblings come down on the court at halftime to try to talk to players. I've had family members and fans sit behind the bench and yell things at my players that they think they should be doing better or that they're doing wrong or don't do this or do this a different way. The only voice I want my players to hear during a game is mine. I don't mind. Like I love the cheering. I love the fan interaction and things like that. But the only the only voice they should really be paying attention to during a game if they're playing on my team is my voice. And it is as a coach super annoying to me when you have a lot of fan chatter directed towards players telling them, you know, trying to coach them from the sidelines. I I completely agree that this is something that needs to stop. But how do we accomplish that? Another thing that I think we can kind of lump into this is the, the issue of just unruly fans yelling things at players or coaches or officials from the sidelines as well. Like these are primarily youth sports that we're talking about here. Okay. That there's just no place for that really at all, but especially in youth sports, because to me, that just does damage to, to the kid, you know, nine out of 10 times, it's a parent of a child that's playing and, you know, the parents ramped up and and the kid's going to be embarrassed and, you know, it, as as fans, 
we need to just learn what our what what we add to the game is to just positively be cheering for either our kids specifically or the teams that they play on. So I just want to talk through some of this. Um, I had an episode recently at a game where I had to ask a fan to leave the game because of the way that he was berating the officials. So that stuff happens. It happens in in youth sports. It happens in public schools. It happens in private schools. It's happening all over the country. Um, that stuff needs to stop. So how do we, but how do we do that? You know, how do we accomplish that? I have I have some some things that I've written down, some notes here that I'm just going to kind of read through that I think you know can kind of help and uh, push us in the right direction, if you will. So improving the culture of cheering from the sidelines requires a concerted effort from everyone involved, including parents, coaches, players, athletic directors. And here's a few things that I think can help. Number one, set clear expectations. Coaches, league organizers, athletic directors should establish clear guidelines and sideline behavior and communicate these expectations to parents and fans. This can include a, a whatever, a code of conduct, um, things that emphasize positive cheering and prohibits negative or critical comments. So set clear expectations with your parents. If you're a school, have a meeting and, and just talk about this specific thing and say, hey, here are the expectations for you as a parent fan. Here is what's acceptable. Here is what isn't acceptable. Coaching your child from the sideline is not acceptable. Um, we had a similar meeting to this before the last basketball season that we had at the school, uh, where I'm the athletic director. And this was one of the things I talked about things, things that are great to do things that are not okay. As a parent, one of the things was it's not okay for you to be coaching your, your child from the sideline during a game. And it's not even really in my, in my opinion, it's not even really okay to be coaching them in the car on the way home after a game. Like your role as a parent is to be supportive and to let that child own their sport. Let them own that. Let them let them have that thing as theirs. And I'm not saying don't be a part of it, but I'm saying don't be that part of it where you're the coach and the parent. Let coaches coach. You be a supportive parent. You be their biggest cheerleader, man. You you cheer them on. You support them. You, you do everything you can to, you know, motivate them and but you let them own that. You let coaches coach and, and, and you as a parent, just, just be a supportive parent, you know? And, uh, I think it would be much better for their players and players and kids would, would, uh, function a lot better within those boundaries, if you will. Okay. Number two, moving on, encourage positive cheering. Instead of focusing on criticizing players or giving instructions, encourage parents and fans to cheer positively. This can include cheering for good plays, encouraging players when they make a mistake, showing support for the team as a whole. So encourage positive cheering. We, we say these things all the time before games. Um, I know here in our league, the officials say them a lot to players when they're um, like when we're meeting before the game, the pregame speech or whatever. Cheer for your team. Cheer positively for your team. Leave the other team out of it. Or if the other team makes a great play, hey, give them their props. You know, go ahead and cheer for them. It's fine. Number three, provide 
training for parents. Coaches can offer training. Athletic directors can offer training sessions for parents that provide them with tips for cheering positively, strategies for supporting their child's development and understanding of the rules of the game. It is super frustrating sometimes as a coach. I'm sure it is as an official when parents say things and they're obviously uneducated about the rules of the game. I don't care what the sport is. It could be soccer, it could be basketball, it could be baseball. You know, you have parents yelling things that they, they obviously clearly don't know the rules because the things that they're yelling are absurd. And that's where I go back to, you know, just cheer positively for your kid. Cheer positively for the kids on your kid's team and leave leave the the job of officiating to the refs, leave the job of coaching to the coaches and uh, and just be be your kid's biggest cheerleader. The next thing is lead by example. Coaches and other authority figures should model positive sideline behavior. This can include cheering for players, staying positive even when the team is losing, and refraining from criticizing players or officials. I will be the first to admit I don't always do this. There are times when I want to yell at an official or um, you know, I get upset during a game. But I try to make a I try to make it a point to never berate a player period. And I try to make it a point to never even challenge or confront a player in a degrading way in front of other people. And I think that's some, I think that's the thing that can make it degrading when you do it in front of others. And I haven't always done this successfully. I've had to go back and apologize sometimes to players or parents about the way I talk to them during the heat of a game. All right. So but we as coaches, we as ADs, and even parents that know the right thing need to lead by example. And then the, the last thing I have is emphasize player development. Coaches and parents should remember that youth sports are about player development and enjoyment, not just winning. Let me read that again slowly. Coaches and parents should remember that youth sports, and when I say youth, I mean like little kids up through high school, that's youth, okay? They should remember that youth sports are about player development and enjoyment, not just winning. Encouraging players to try new skills and providing positive feedback can help create a supportive and encouraging environment. So as parents, as coaches, uh, remember that we're trying to develop players. You know, development happens from a young age on up. And I would say, you know, it happens all the way through middle school, junior high, and then it happens a little bit less at the high school level, a little bit less development, um, you know, but there's there's development that happens. If you're playing, you're always developing. But especially in the formative years, encourage development, encourage your child, encourage their friends to learn new skills, to, to push themselves, to try new things. And um that's just one way that we can encourage positive feedback. So by following these steps, we can, we can try to create a culture of positive cheering and support from the sidelines, which can help players develop and ultimately to enjoy the game more. So I appreciate this question. Uh, Craig, thanks for the question. I hope some of these things help. And I hope this made sense to everybody. Hope everybody's having a great week. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode of 10 Minute Tuesday. So coaches, good luck and coach on.